everyone, this is 30 Day Trek. I'm your host, Luke Cannon, and in this episode, we are covering the eighth episode of the first season of Star Trek Lower Decks, Veritas, which is Latin for truth. This is the one where on Ketuvan Prime, Boimler, Mariner, Rutherford, and Tendi are thrown into a cell and then raised up on a platform into what looks like a courtroom, surrounded by the intimidating-looking primes. The senior staff of Captain Freeman, First Officer Jack Ransom, Security Officer Shax, Dr. Ta'ana, and Chief Engineer Andy Billups are suspended in a beam of light as Clar, the main prime, tells them that they are here to bear witness and speak truth into the Horn of Candor. And as Mariner, Rutherford, and Tendi go up to the Horn, the episode flashes back to when Mariner and Boimler are on bridge duty during a red alert where Freeman is arguing with a bug alien over a map. Rutherford gets pulled by Shax and Billups into a covert mission to steal an old Romulan bird of prey from a museum, to which he only remembers bits and pieces of due to him blacking out while his implant was updating, and Tendi going from cleaning the conference room to being a member of an extraction team led by Ransom to retrieve a package from Romulus. This only exasperates Klar further and further, to the point of putting Mariner, Rutherford, and Tendi into a tank filled with eels. And after Boimler steps up and admits that they don't know anything important to lie about, that their senior officers aren't the infallible heroes Klar wants them to say they are, and does a mic drop after calling Klar out on this sham of a trial, we get the big twist of the episode. Wait, you think this is a trial? Uh, yes. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, pretty trial-y. Can someone bring up the lights? This isn't a trial. It's a party for this brave crew who rescued me from the Romulans. What? I was kidnapped by Romulans and held for over a year until they saved me. Imperium Magistrate Clar, you're safe now aboard the Cerritos. Thank you, Captain Freeman. Thank you. You must come and celebrate with me on Ketuvan Prime. Your deeds and my victory will forever be etched onto our great history stone. Can't say no to a party. Oh, great. Guess I'll have to shave my b- Yeah, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? I don't know, man. Something dumb. <laughs> this was supposed to be my special day. No, 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 no. This is a trial. You said we were witnesses. You said we had to testify. Are you stupid? How could you think this was a trial? Because you got our bosses suspended in a scary-ass beam. That is the beam of celebration. It is an honor to be in this beam. Shut up, Bill. Hey, man, this is not on us. I mean, all of that chanting and the the metal gavel, this is like Alien Trial 101. You raised us up on a platform into a creepy courtroom. Creepy? This is one of our nicest event silos. I got married here. Well, then, who's this judge? This guy's just been, like, scowling at us the whole time. I don't know him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just here to set up for a birthday later for my little girl. She's turning 100. Okay, all right, Clark, time's up. Etchers down. But, 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 but we didn't even get to do any etching. No, 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 no. You only paid for 22 minutes. Other people got to etch. Oh, come on. But, but okay, what about, what about the eels? You held us in contempt of eels. All right, come on, that's enough. You dipped us you in eels. You ruined my party. You, you ruined my party. You, you ruined my party. 
If Moist Vessel was when the show finally found its groove, then Veritas, as well as the following episodes, Crisis Point in No Small Parts, was when the show was firing on all cylinders. This was Lower Decks doing the Starfleet Officer on Trial episode, and it is my favorite episode of the entire first season. From the setting, which evoked the Klingon trial of Kirk and McCoy in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, to Clar, voiced by returning trade veteran Kurtwood Smith, in probably my favorite performance of his within the franchise, to the very various seemingly unrelated events that Mariner, Rutherford, and Tandy recount, and the comedic brilliance of each segment and how those stories and the twist of the episode tie into the theme of communication, as well as the enemy is not what it appears to be theme of the franchise. This is an episode that you could pair with Darmok, and they would complement each other so incredibly well. Some of my favorite bits is when Boimler suggests that they do a Crazy Ivan, which could be construed as either a Firefly reference or a Hunt for Red October reference. I'm going with the former, since I'd like to think that Lower Decks is paying homage to a sci-fi series that was very much anti-Trek. Rutherford doing Uhura's fan dance from Star Trek V The Final Frontier had me dying with laughter. We have further the proof of Tendi's good nature this in that when she's in the eel tank and the burners are turned on, she's more concerned about the eels being hurt than being boiled alive. And at some point, I want to exasperatingly yell, A GORN WEDDING? HOW HAS THIS BECOME ABOUT A GORN WEDDING? And speaking of Kurtwood Smith, who we first saw as the president of the Federation in Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, a Cardassian in the Deep Space Nine episode Things Pass, and as Anorax, the captain of the timeship in the Year of Hell two-parter in Voyager, this is my favorite performance of his in the Trek franchise in that I think for once in his entire career that's been defined by playing hard-asses and no-nonsense manly men, here he gets to play being increasingly exasperated and petulant, and it is a joy to listen to. As for the rest of the episode, I like that at this point in the franchise, Q is messing with Starfleet out of sheer boredom, and that if no one recognizes you, the go-to answer is trapped in parallel dimension and not got on the wrong ship. The nod to Roga Danar is Mike McMahon's favorite Easter egg reference in that all of the writers on the show are big fans of that one-off character that's generally forgotten. And the guy coming in to kick Klar and the party out because the 22 minutes he paid for is up is perfectly timed to the 22-minute mark of the episode. And in terms of setup and payoff, I love that in the establishing shot of the event silo, we see a single balloon off to the side that you only see for a few seconds before being thrown in like our main cast. It's a nice subliminal Chekhov's gun that helps to land the big reveal of the episode. All in all, this was the show firing on all cylinders and is my favorite episode of the first season. And in regards to the Starfleet Officer on Trial episodes, Court Martial from TOS is a flawed episode, but I like it for one of its guest stars, Alicia Cook Jr., who played Kirk's lawyer. I know him from The Killing, which is Stanley Kubrick's first great film, and one of my favorite film noirs. Measure of a Man was the first classic classic episode of TNG, but it's one that I can't say too much about since what can you say about it that hasn't already been said a million times. But The Drumhead, which Boimler literally name checks in this episode, is another episode of TNG that doesn't get talked about too much, but I feel is mandatory viewing for just everyone. And it makes a great one-two punch with the following episode, the previously mentioned Half a Life. 
As we begin to wrap up this podcast series, I'd like to give a shout out to George Soroy, the novelist and podcaster whose podcast series From Duck Till Dark outside the Marvel Studios was the inspiration for this podcast series. And not only is he a trekker, but he also has his own connection to the franchise in that in high school, Eugene Cordero, the actor who voices Rutherford and a few other side characters, one of which I'm pretty sure is the guy kicking Clark out, was two grades below him and they hung out a lot and had the same circle of friends. So it's awesome that he and I are not only doing this challenge at the same time, but that we both know people involved in Star Trek. Join me tomorrow when we look at my favorite episode of the second season of Lower Decks and finish this 30-day trek. Live long and prosper, and also live well.